You're listening to Dead Air Podcast, part of SplatterPictures.net. What's up, guys? Wes, Dead Air, and I here with... Typical Lydia. And we're talking today about an Indonesian horror film called Macabre. And the first time that I saw this movie, um, I got it purely because of the cover. You know, it had a creepy woman on it with a fork and a finger and a small image below it of a chainsaw-wielding woman and uh, another chick with a sword. And they were both completely covered in blood, so I just figured how bad could it be. Yeah, it's super bloody, and I love the finger on a fork thing. That was really, really awesome. And the tagline, horror has a mother. Horror does have a mother, and it comes in the form of Dara. The film's about a group of a few friends that go up in a minivan and <laughs> to a little crazy house. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Call call them like you see them. Randos in a minivan. There are a bunch of randos in a minivan. It's randos. Um, There doesn't seem to be too much of a unifying theme. Basically, there are a bunch of friends that are going to see somebody off to uh, a new job that he's taking in Australia. Beforehand, they stop off at a restaurant and they pick up uh, the guy who's going on the new job's sister so she can see him off. And, of course, they encounter the hitchhiker character on their journey in this form, a young woman, who they rescue from the rain. Oh, wait. A bunch of loosely affiliated people in a van pick up a hitchhiker in the rain. Sounds a little familiar. No? (laughs) I was just remarking on how amazing that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing that everyone's said that this is uh, emulating. It very much is. I mean, when you're looking at any sort of horror movie where a bunch of people are out in the middle of nowhere and they find a family of killers, there's really no way that you can't compare it to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, And in that sense, it's derivative in a lot of ways of it and the cliches that come from that genre of horror. But it's effective in Macabre because at no point are they winking at the camera. They play it straight. Mm-hmm. And these cliches are just the conventions of the genre, and and they're passable because of that. Yeah, they hit the notes, and they hit them right, and they don't hit the, the silly ones. Except, even though when I was being silly, like, is this going to be the part where he does this? And, you know, at first he didn't, but then the rage overtook him and he did. I don't want to spoil any any bits of the movie. Right. Because uh, that, that scene actually kind of happens in all the crazy family movies. Um, right. But yeah, there was a few instances like that. I know what uh, you know what scene I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, for real. And the the, the movie itself really um, doesn't just take from Texas Chainsaw. I really feel like this was an homage, really, to a lot of Western horror. I, I felt even though it was coming from Indonesia, and this is the first uh, film from that area that I've ever seen. Yeah, same here. And. I really was expecting something more in turn or more in line with what I'm familiar with how Asian cinema typically is. But I really felt like they wanted to make a Western horror film, and as opposed to as opposed to like an Asian one, which has different conventions and stuff like that. But um, this one had everything from you know the the cannibal family to you know one of the sons that was very much like a Michael Myers type character. Yeah, a lot like Michael Myers. Every, like from the very, very first time he walks on screen as the shape of 
macabre instead of the shape being Michael Myers. It's it's almost like a clone walking out. Um, yeah. Not intentionally, I don't think. I think it's just the that sort of cold, sociopathic, large, strong man is just bound to look like that. And then he gave that wonderful little head tilt that his mom actually does, Dara does in the film as well, mm-hmm. which is just so Myers-esque. Yeah. Because that's what we what we have. But he's just this cold, unstoppable beast. It's so funny that. Um this family that they that the hitchhiker brings them to obviously crazy cannibals and not obviously not obviously no. do you not do you not think it's obvious that they're at least crazy i think the mother is an automaton but i think that they're fairly plain. they're so they're so they're so distant and cold and and the, the whole family is even almost like spacey but is that something being missed because of our western eyes seeing this as an extra cold family. Maybe they're only like lukewarm. Maybe they're only by Indonesian standards. Or they're yeah, I don't. Family. I don't know. I think the, the mother's obviously creepy. She's she's just the, the a strange long, the looking long, human being. The long stares. Yeah. And oh yeah, why waiting for her to blink? And I I forget to blink a lot, especially when I'm all intense and stuff. Like a it was just really creepy. Squirrely, squirrel. She has these moments where she's staring at somebody, and the camera changes perspective where she would normally turn her head. She doesn't turn her head. She The eyes turn first and then the head follows really slowly and she has that sort of very melodic uh, way that uh, she's delivering her dialogue, mm-hmm. which makes it seem almost uh, like she's trying to reel in her insanity or something like that. Just trying to really keep it suppressed and because mm-hmm. towards the end of the film she's kind of lost her mind. Yeah, even with those those eyes leading her glances, she still tends to blink very irregularly. And it was her dialogue that made me wish that I could see an Indonesian vampire film because it was so melodic and beautiful, like a totally beautiful language that lent itself uh, almost better than, I don't know, Slovakian? I don't know. What does Dracula speak nowadays? I don't know. Romanian? I, yeah. Well, I kind, of go, I, I kind of go to that area just because, yeah. obviously, like, Bella, I guess, like, makes you, mm-hmm. makes you think of that. Exactly. So it was like a really, really beautiful speech. And even her, her weird, creepy, like metered speech was, was really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the costuming was rather plain. Indonesia's over like fairly colorful countries, especially their traditional garb. Right. Yeah, a lot of these people were wearing collared shirts. and Yeah, a lot of really plain color schemes throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, it, it lent it to because uh, Dara's character, um, who's leader of the household, mm-hmm. uh, she it was just she has like such a formal, almost meek appearance with the sweater and the the plain white dress and the hair all done up very proper and wearing the white stockings with the heels and you you know you wouldn't you wouldn't really get the sense that this woman is as vicious as she turns out to be. No, you wouldn't think it ha- she has it in her, you know. Um, but she does see, seem to take after the one son, Adam, the, the cold Michael Myers-type killer, yeah. uh, where they're both very, very uh, statuesque and both very, very good-looking and both very, very together and both very, very quiet. Um, yeah. He only has, like, a very like three words, I think. Yeah. Uh, she has a lot of dialogue, but it's all that very metered... You know, mm-hmm. plain speaking, very calm and controlled speaking until the very, very end. Yeah. Um, 
So I think that they sort of like mirror one another that way. Right. For sure. Until the end, of course, where she falls apart. Yeah. Well, then they have that, that really awesome, she's got a chainsaw and she's fighting. Yeah, like the scene on the cover. Yeah, the scene on the cover, which which was what sold me on the movie in the first place because I had seen a lot of different kinds of crazy fights through horror and anime and action movies and stuff like that. But I couldn't really put my finger on something where it was like like a, a machete or a sword. It looked, it was kind of like a, it wasn't quite a katana, but it was something, uh, some kind of antique sword uh, versus a woman wielding like a chainsaw and just flailing it around. And mm-hmm. it just seemed really cool. And it's funny because where uh, when you're going back to like Texas Chainsaw, I actually was like, wow, there's a lot of people that actually die via chainsaw in this movie as opposed to Texas Chainsaw where there's just one in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, where you're kind of chased around with it, if anything, yeah. or, or taunted with it. And it's, it's very, yeah. the, 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 the effects are really up in your face and they don't really shirk away from anything, but they do manage to take away some of the violence with how these scenes are shot. Mm-hmm, like the one where they take the sound out, which is a, it's a, it's a, not an alien technique, but it's just no. used so beautifully. Yeah. And it's one of the few scenes that has a real hit of color other than the, the blood hitting the killer. Right. It's got a real hit of color and a, a beautiful sound to the music in yeah, that scene. Yeah, the music. And, and where you yeah. usually you would be expecting to hear chainsaw revving, uh, the guy getting killed screaming, all the people that are witnessing this screaming, uh, as opposed to that... Uh, you get like this, all that's been muted, mm-hmm. and you just get this music, which kind of reminds, like, again, like, I can't help but liken it to Texas Chainsaw, where they're at the dinner table, and you're really only hearing that chick screaming. I found, and I find that very jarring, but I felt like it was, that's, in, in that movie, that's what lent it to the creepiness, but I felt like the creepiness came from these moments where they would mute sound and, mm-hmm. and just have something else going on. Yeah, the one thing with that uh, scene, that's one of the first times where you notice, and we noticed it many, many times throughout this movie, and that's one of my favorite points of this movie, is that the men aren't just screaming or upset. They are losing their shit. Oh, fl- over and over and over and over spasming. They are freaking out. Absolutely. They are inconsolable wrecks, and they are losing their minds entirely. Yeah. But, you know, I, I feel that's so realistic. I mean, if I were, if oh, a yeah. bunch of, me and my friends were captured, yeah. and, and were getting butchered for God knows what reason, yeah. uh, I would not be composed at all. Like, I have no problem saying that I'm a fucking coward, and I can't, I could not stand seeing people getting killed in front of me, yeah. and I would freak the ever-living fuck out. But the one thing that I liked, and I mentioned this to you when we were watching it, uh, the Jimmy character, mm-hmm. when he was freaking out probably the most, like, he had, like, the whole shoulder yeah, flailing, just squealing thing. muscle in his body was just freaking out. I can't think of a better word than freaking out. Yeah, he was like, just totally, it was a... said hysterical, they were, he was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. it was a complete freak out, and... But at the same time, he didn't want his friends to get killed, and he didn't want them to get hurt. So he was, he was kind of brave at the same time, very cowardly at the same. Like you know what I mean? Like he didn't know what he was going to do, but he had to do something. Yeah. And you know, it, it involved him. Like he eventually got like, kicked in the face for you know, shouting at the fat guy. He's like, you know, stay away from her. Don't hurt my friend. Like, let her go and blah, blah, blah. It, when you cut to 30 seconds later and he's just squealing for his own life. Yeah. Now he's like, it's the same thing, but he's yeah. like screaming for somebody else's life now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just really dug it. I dug his character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, another thing that is such a messy movie 
that I loved about it. And uh, you had mentioned a couple of times that you really liked how much blood they just had all over the place. Oh, yeah. They were, like, slipping and sliding in it. And it's, like, not that that comical sort oh, of slapstick kind of slipping in it. Not at all. Um, there's at one, one point it almost does border into that slapstick slipping right. around in a puddle of blood thing. But I think it was there a Rico is... or Rico or whatever his name. The bald guy mm-hmm. that's... Yeah. He's, he's just... But it's up. yeah, and it's it, it it only borderlines that because you can imagine yourself being in his situation and being beaten weak, and then having to deal with the the sheer amount of blood that is literally everywhere. Yeah, there's no handhold and it's slippery. Yeah. And then they even show they show like twice the sort of shoes they're wearing. It's not that they're wearing very grippy shoes. It's not that they're yeah. on carpet. So yeah. there's an explanation for this unbelievable yeah. amount of slippage that there is. I even think that that one guy was barefoot, the ba- the bald guy that was slipping. I think he was not mm-hmm. wearing any shoes at, at all. At that point. And then yeah. later when the girl's slipping in a... Yeah, she's wearing like... I, can't, I don't remember now if it's the same room or a different room. No. It was a different room. It right? was a different room. Yeah. It was a big house. It's like a villa. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really big, like lots of different rooms. But I mean, the body count in such a short amount of time is so huge. Um, yeah. They have because they have like extra characters to come in to just to get killed. But Basically. I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, like Adam just dispenses with them like a fucking ninja. They're fully forgiven for that too. If you tried to pull that in most American slasher horror flicks, just yeah. carting in a truckload of randoms to kill within maybe what like eight minutes. I oh, think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then boom, they're mostly all dead. Uh, they would be called out on that yeah. immediately. It, 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 would just be, it, would, it would just be, oh, that's an excuse to up the body count. But I felt like it was so, like, the 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 way that it was shot, you know, and Adam looks so cool, just, mm-hmm. like, flipping around the stairs and... and like like yeah, a ninja. Like a ninja. Like, yeah. he wasn't really doing any... Like, it's not like he was doing some sort of next-level martial arts that you would see... Uh, in, in some sort of action movie, he was, but he was just like, this is a stealthy guy that knows how to kill people. He is, he is, yeah. and he's at that point pretty jacked up on. Uh, he's pretty stoned on killing at that oh, point. Uh, for real. Yeah, the way he jumps up those stairs and just when oh, he's man. finally got a hold of somebody and he, you know, picks them up and slams them down at one point. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so stoned on Adam because he's like, oh my god, I don't even want to tell you guys. Oh my god, he's hot. He's a very good looking man. Don't. Oh, God. Don't even. Let's not talk about that. You're going to need a couple of minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> got anyway. Yes, I do. I'm going to have. I'm going to. I'll, I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> no. I'll keep them entertained. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, he's crazy good looking. It's stupid. Going back to the truckload of. They're cops, basically. The, the, the cops show up, and then, you know, Adam does that dispatching of them and then by that point the entire villa seems caked in blood just everywhere and then they they take it another step further by going into like the dead baby room and and there's really no other room oh, there's no nothing else I you wanted call applause it. there I'm sorry we have to break for applause the, the applause, dead baby the room the dead baby room fuck yeah there's really it, it, it seemed it, it was there for a shock I'm not even really sure why it was just dead babies. No, and we were thinking about that when we when they encountered it. And like sure there was some yeah. some baby action and stuff, but I mean like Yeah. Um yeah, the, yeah, there wasn't any like, oh yeah, by the way, we like that we specifically like the pregnant ones because then we can do this. Or there wasn't any yeah. like, oh, we have a market for that. Well, Dara had had a very specific um 
interest in the baby. That was like her main interest after. Yeah, it wasn't explained why though. No, not really. It, 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 you could see that motherhood though was really important to the character, despite all of her sort of weird, twisted tendencies. She she did seem legitimately upset when something things were happening to her own kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of when it's not funny anymore, right? It's like, well, it's fine when we're all killing you, but the second you start like hurting us, then it's that's you know gloves are off and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah, so the dead baby room is just uh, where this awesome sequence goes down. I, I love it. It's like Adam versus like three people basically. Yeah. Um, the, the the three survivors that are still left, and he's just like fucking them up. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. yeah it's it's not really job. explained. One of the things that I liked about this movie, and I explained, I sort of prefaced it before we even watched it. Mm-hmm. I said. This movie is very much in tune with the crazy redneck horrors where, where it's all like cannibals and stuff like that. I mean, these characters aren't rednecks, but that's just what I'm just using to yeah. uh, blanket the whole thing. But it also has where I feel the Asian influence comes in is the somewhat supernatural elements that are in the story. Yeah, where I'm asking, you know, are, are, do they have they been imbued with superpowers? And the answer right. is no. Some, but... Yeah, some of the characters, I mean, Adam in particular, even Dara, yeah, they, they 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 seem to be able to take a lot of damage. They're very strong. Like Adam is ridiculously strong. Like he's manhandling full grown men, and it's definitely indicated that somehow eating these people, eating human flesh, is somehow giving these guys some sort of powers. It's hard to say. They don't really ever touch on it. It's just sort of implied. No, there are photos in the film that are dated much older than the characters appear. So definitely have some sort of longevity, thanks to whatever that they're doing. Um, You can almost, like, they don't come out right out and say that they're cannibals either. It's true. Than the family themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. They could be drinking blood. They could be vampires. They could be vampires. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something there, and I don't know if it's if it's something that is um, just in that region. If that if that's some sort of uh, like a folk, like yeah. a folk yeah. legend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it definitely was something that I hadn't really. It was it was it, it just added more subtext to what they were doing and added more story. And that was the other thing. As things um, really ramp up very quickly in this movie, you're only given a little bit of exposition at the beginning and then boom, they're at the house. Boom. All the murder and mayhem starts. Yeah, it was going so slow and mundane at first for the first like very short while because I have yeah. a very, very short attention span and get bored really quickly. Mm-hmm. I was... Like I said, you know, oh my god, when is this going to ramp up? And then I was hit in the face, full throttle, with with uh, tension and horror and action and blood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that escalated quickly. So Absolutely. it did. It really, really did. Thank God. Yeah. The, the Mo Brothers are the ones that did this. And mm-hmm. it's interesting that, um, I don't know if this is their first horror film, but it definitely felt like the type of horror movie where the people making it wanted to do a really you know some people make horror because like eh, i'm trying to get my foot in the door or i'm trying to just make something really quick and on the cheap or something like that but i really felt like it was made with love Mm -hmm. like it was made with people who wanted to make something very gritty messy in your face type of horror movie and they wanted to just 
really showcase their talents as filmmakers. And I think that they across the board, like it was great. This is one of this is when I first saw it. This has moved into one of my favorite horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely a great film. Like, really, really great. Yeah. And I can see why it's one of your favorites. And that's out of a lot of movies. Like, I, you've seen ten times more film than I have, that's for sure. Well, I, that's that's debatable. But... No, no. I really, I really am positive that you've seen... I... Okay, maybe like seven and a half times more film than <laughs> right. I. Um, but no, it is. It is a fantastic movie, and it's got great amounts of gore, but not... One drop of that blood is is over the top. It's all no, believable. It's artistic. All it's... the kills are wonderfully medically believable. Uh, a lot of them that where I'm saying that they're hitting all those notes that these you know um, lost groups of people come to the house and the in the countryside and encounter the crazy family and everyone gets killed. Those sort of movies um, where they're hitting all those little bits like when the ca- the killer is encountering somebody on the other side of a door and things like that. They just do it differently but just enough differently that, you know, they put a lot of thought into it. It's a beautiful movie. In, term- in terms of, of this particular type of genre of horror, I really think that it's one of my favorite examples of it and and, and and that's kind of how I categorize things that I like the best. It's kind of like what's the best slasher movie? What's the best... Uh, like true crime thing what's the you know what I mean like what's the best action movie what's the best anything uh, or, or or all the subcategories that kind of go with that what's the best zombie movie what's my favorite vampire movie and in terms of this uh, of like the, the killer family I mean it's it's easily my favorite one and and, and it's for the reasons that you said like it, it's just there's just something about it that is just so different but so familiar at the same time that I just love it. And I could honestly watch this movie a hundred times. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely watch it over and over. I feel the same way about Sick Nurses, though, that has a lot of gore and a lot of blood like that. Just like yeah. people swimming in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and But with Sick Nurses, um, and I, I love Sick Nurses, too. Like, that's mm. a great movie. Uh, with Sick Nurses, it's almost, it's, it's, it's very... Um, Dreamlike, surreal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. surreal. Where I feel like Macabre is just a little bit more, like, down to earth. Oh, my God, is it ever. Yeah, it's really realistic. Like I was saying, the kills are realistic. The amount of blood's realistic. The oh, people yeah. are... They dress realistically. Yeah, everything's realistic. The women are fairly realistic. The men are realistic looking. Yeah. I mean, they probably have realistic jobs and incomes. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> see. Like, you're not, you're not like, looking at a bunch of Abercrombie and Fitch models getting... Yeah killed off you're looking at what seems to be people that could be your friends i mean if all your friends are asian but at the same time are you saying they're old is that what you're saying asian <laughs> you gotta check that hearing aid good one <laughs> good one thank you yeah because they are all like like 40 or something right? yeah they're not like spring chickens they're not no no on march break they're not no like you said swimsuit models or Fashion models, yeah, they're, they're hoodie just, models like Abercrombie Fitch's hoodies in my brain. So I don't know how that equates, yeah. but sure, yeah. Even Perfect. even even like the house looks like a, just like an old villa. Like it, nothing really looks like a set. Nothing looks like mm-hmm. like a movie. And like I said, the kills are just. I've always been, uh, and there's been lots of people that have been in the school of thought where killing somebody is fucking hard work. You don't just, you know, sometimes people make it look just so easy. But, I mean, it's sweaty, dirty, messy work. And this is a sweaty, dirty, messy movie. 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I like so much about it. So much about it. Yeah, it's such a Hitchcock way of thinking. That, that that's know. exactly yeah. That was yeah, Hitchcock. Yeah. It was. Um, it it is. It is gross. And the, like when you remark at the one girl looking pretty hardcore, pretty fast. Yeah, she's ends up in in duress. <laughs> To put it lightly, and right. within about three minutes, she just you know her hair is a mess, her face is a mess, she's covered in blood, and she's pissed yeah. and scared, and yeah. yeah, and she looks it, she looks every inch of that, and she gets ten times more beat up through the whole thing. Everyone gets that's that's what yeah. that's what it is. No one really got off easy. No one got like mm-hmm. that quick. Oh, I'm dead. Even the villains. Yeah. yeah. You know, like every, like... They're all put through the ringer just terribly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This mm-hmm. is, this is like a... Well, aside from, like, maybe, like, the cops, like, the, those guys kind of got, like... Oh, they got dead fast. Yeah, they, they got off pretty easily, but, I mean, like, they were, let, let's be real, like, they were there to get killed, but everyone else really seemed to, you know, want to live, and that's kind of, like, the weird thing when you're looking at horror movies, especially slasher movies, it's like, yeah, they're running away and they, they clearly don't want to survive. But when it kind of gets down to the moment where it's where the, the writers of the director is like, okay, well, now mm-hmm. it's time for this person to die, it's almost kind of like they just tap out and they're just like, okay, well, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, that or there's absolutely no recourse. They're tied to the thing. Their legs are chopped off. They've got stuff around their neck, and their yeah. their girlfriend is skinned alive in front of them. And yeah. they've got a I mean, like hatchet. People are getting down on them. people are getting fucking shot, like arrows through them, like like every blade. And taking it, and yeah, taking and, and just it. being like, you know, well, you didn't get me in the head, so I'm not dead. So I'm gonna pull this out. I'm gonna shove you away. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face. Like it's it's just. Raw, to get it. shot with another day. <laughs> to get shot another day. Yeah. Like playing that game of, oh God, don't run outside because this is going to happen. And it sort of does eventually, but yeah. not like you want it to or like it's supposed to or like like if it did happen that way, you'd be disappointed. That, that never happens. That crossbow scene is when you really watch it, when you're staring at that crossbow scene, they film it in such a way where you don't know who's getting the crossbow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like everyone's running. It's hysterical. It's hysterical. Uh, and it cuts to this person, this person, this person, and then it just cuts back to Dara, and she's just like cool as a cucumber, just aiming, and you don't know who she's aiming at because it doesn't make it obvious. Mm-hmm. And so it keeps cutting to one character, another character, another character, another character, and you're like, who's getting the crossbow? There's no one that aims this much that's going to miss. Who's getting the crossbow? And then boom, it happens. You get the crossbow, and you're like, oh, my, and, and I'm like, oh my god, they got it. And you're thinking, like, why? Oh, that was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the rain comes. And then the rain comes. Yeah. Which is just, that's another beautiful seasonal Asian element that I yeah. just, I love about this movie. And there's not a lot of it. There's not, a, there's enough of it. It's, yeah. It is beautiful. And they do um, take advantage of their setting at you that know, point. I buy it coming from that region. You know how yeah. like in movies, it always rains way too hard. Exactly. Because because rain doesn't show up on film, so you have to make the drops big and you have to make it... Or for it to rain on cue in a monsoon to do that at that point was completely believable. Yeah. Yeah. Completely yeah. believable. Because, because it's like, how often do you... I mean, it does happen, but how often do you look outside and it just starts to downpour instantly? And then how long does it last more than... 30 seconds or a minute. Yeah, it's like rare. That's yeah. so rare. But yeah. in movies all the time, I, I can never get over how hard it's raining all the time and how much it's just like, I was like, it doesn't rain this much. <laughs> like, not here. But in Indonesia, I could buy it. Yeah. Yeah, super highly recommended. I don't know where you'd find it. Um, you can definitely order it off CD Plus or, or wherever online. Yeah, I would just recommend getting it online. Um, 
I've seen it. I've seen it in HMV a few times, but I mean that doesn't help anyone that's not that's not anywhere near one of those. But um, yeah, definitely check it out if you can, because it really is a fantastic example of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a horror fan, you got to see it. If if you're just into any sort of like really, like I said, messy horror. It's a messy horror movie. Oh, it totally is. I loved it. And you know what? If we if we cross our fingers and squeeze our eyes shut and pray to baby Jesus, someone will redo it. Someone will redo yeah. it. Oh, and that'll yeah. be that'll be just fucking great. Like right. Tale of Two Sisters. I used to think that Tale of Two Sisters was hard to find on DVD, and I had to order it. Mm-hmm. And then there was talk of redoing it, which was a complete mess. Um, and then suddenly the original film was available on DVD everywhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll be lucky that way. Not that this would be remade, but that it'll be available the, everywhere. That all of a sudden, like like some other um, distributor would pick it up and, and want to just shove it out. That happens sometimes mm-hmm. when some distributor has a movie and then they don't do anything with it and then somebody else picks it up and then all of a sudden you Who get knows? all these yeah. examples. I just hope that it's not uh, dubbed. Yeah, you know, I really felt like it being in the original language. I know some people don't like reading subtitles. Those people always baffled me. But, <laughs> but maybe it's just because... Well, they kind of look down and up and down and up. and that they, uh, I don't know why you can't just look at... Yeah. Like, can't you just look at the screen and read it and look at the same... I don't know why it's like... Yeah, no, I have no trouble with it either. But yeah, I'm so used to it. it. Can't recommend to somebody enough. If you, if you just are watching things that are just from... United States or, or Canada or something like that, you're really missing out. You really mm-hmm. need to expand your horizons. Yeah. So yeah, guys, if you have an opportunity, check out Macabre, a uh, highly enjoyable horror movie. Until next time, I'm Les Knight. I'm Typical Lydia. And you've been listening to Dead Air.